Um, Denny here again. Welcome back. I would like to come to you to offer an explanation for why I've not been very forthcoming recently or sharing very much. And the reason for it is the rate of things coming to me has been coming so frequently and so strong that I've not really felt capable of being able to explain it. So I've taken time to myself and um, each time I do that, something new comes. So I thought I would go ahead and um, try to catch you up on where I am. And I, I did do one explanation about the veil. And there's so much more about the veil that I didn't really explain, um, but I'm not going to take the time to give you more about that now because other things to me are actually more important. And um, just to remind you, the veil is I had an experience while sitting outside, eyes open, to find myself slipping through something I call the veil. And that is an aqueous-like screen or curtain that I could go through and see myself. That taught me uh, some very important things, and most of that is covered in the last video called The Veil. Um, subsequent to that time, I have been applying uh, what I noticed on myself. I'm really wanting to look for the truth about what's occurring for myself and others. And um, several other experiences have arrived. And one of them that I will explain is about this picture behind me, which is really time-lapse photography of the uh, North Star. That is, this is the center point of the north, the true north. And true north is I've had an interest about true north, which is essentially 23 degrees. The axis of the earth is tilted as it points to the center of the galaxy. And from there, it points to, theoretically, the center of the universe and so on. So I've often used 23 degrees as the top of my forehead. I've often felt or practiced this place of 23 degrees. And I've utilized at times this picture um, to remind me of the orientation of stars from Earth's perspective, this is what the stars look like, and they go around in these circular orbits. And to me, it's a, quite a remarkable experience to feel that, and I know it's odd to want to feel that, but I have had 
a series of profound experiences in the past relative to 23 degrees. And um, recently I've had another one, um, but this 23 degrees comes down, if this is 23 degrees upward, there is another 23 degrees that comes down to the heart. And lately I've been focused on this 23 degree line on both sides and I have enjoyed the experience of just tilting my head back slightly and putting my hands somewhat in a palm toward palm approach maybe slightly forward but not definitely forward like this they've been somewhat like this and sometimes I relax them at a curve. I keep my fingers generally together. And I like to feel that coming down to my heart. The feeling of that, just so you know where I'm coming from with it, is to feel, acknowledge, and gently receive the presence of the divine and the divine I'm referring to would be, um, if you will, the God of us. The us is the only way I can describe it because that way it's not defined in a Judeo-Christian, Islam, a Muslim, a Baha'i, a Baptist, a Mormon. It's not defined in religion. It's just the actual God of our souls, and I would call that the God of us. And I use the God of us rather than the God of one because of the, um, the blessing of diversity, meaning that the diversity of individual souls, like the stars, the number of souls that are unique to each position, of reality, meaning that all of the stars have sizes and colors and, and so on and so on. They are, are vastly diverse. Many similarities, but vastly diverse. So I see that the individuality of one sincere, authentic soul has an attribute or many attributes I don't know the actual number, that I don't have. I have some they don't have. Everybody has unique attributes no other soul has. But if I'm willing to be my authentic, actual, pristine soul, as it was originally designed from the God of us, then I have the opportunity to be authentically myself. And in doing so, that allows and invites other people to give and receive with me so I can have a direct experience of their individual attribute and they can have a direct experience of mine and we can do a give and receive function, which is what we can give and receive our authenticity 
only when I am actually prepared to be who I am, which means beyond illusion, beyond a mask, beyond a facade, a persona, if I'm really desiring to be my authentic soul as it was originally created by the divine. So my experience of that is been me going up here to appreciate the existence of all souls, known or unknown to me. This would mean all souls that are on the earth are all the souls that have ever been on the earth, because all of them would be my family. They would be brothers and sisters of the same divine source. So it doesn't matter if they were incarnated last year or a thousand years ago or a hundred thousand years ago or 445,000 years ago or millions. If they were the children of the same divine source, they're still my brothers and sisters. Many of them are much older than I am and only older in terms of experience. They have an experience of the opportunity to be authentic and to receive and experience according to the laws of cause effect or the laws of compensation. They get to experience the results of their choices. And I get to benefit ultimately from their wisdom, which would mean a soul level emotional experience of love they had. So if somebody had a remarkably powerful event 600,000 years ago, it would be available to me one day. All I would have to do is desire to want to receive that from any person around me while actually sincerely being myself. If I'm not myself, I cannot receive it. If I'm not myself, I cannot give it. They cannot experience my false self. They can only actually experience my true and actual self. So I've had this experience here recently of being there for five seconds and returning myself back to here. And then I also have a tendency to want to go down at 23 degrees. You can't see it, but my arms are straight down like a triangle. There is a triangle at my heart upward, but it has no bar at the top. It's open into infinity. So it comes down to a triangle, and that's the one I receive effortlessly. Then there is another triangle going down, but it has a bar at the bottom because it exists in the finite world or the material world. Now, the one that goes down is really my responsibility to bring upward, meaning my experience in the material world is I need to take care of myself, feed my biochemical body, feed my emotional existence, 
feed my vibrational existence. It's my responsibility to not only feel it, but to access and begin to resolve anything inside of my mind-body connection, which is incompatible with the higher possibility of love. Meaning if I have anything inside my social, emotional, genetic, human memory, that's not true. I'm the one who must discover, feel, access, and ultimately, sometimes with some assistance, begin to learn how to responsibly remove it. At the same time, I'm the one responsible for eating. I'm the one responsible relating to the mental kingdom. I'm the one responsible for relating to the plant kingdom. And the mineral kingdom and the plant kingdom makes up my primary life force in my physical body. It's those two that make up the majority of my biochemical ability for my body to be what it is, and that's my responsibility. Now, above that, there's also the beginning overlap where my mind is. Now, above that, by the way, has no mind. The mind ends just below the heart. I know that's odd. Yes, there is a mental function that goes up to the brain and back down to the belly brain and the heart brain and all of those things, but the actual experience of my mind is the bridge between my soul and my body. Inside the mind element is also my free will. I can move my hands. I can do all kinds of things. I can make choices with my mind. I can choose to be mental and block something. I can choose to be mental and control something. I can deny. I can excuse. I can complain. I can be cynical. I can make choices with my mind. And I can also choose to go past my mind by asking to learn about the existence of what's past my mind. I ask. As a child of the God of us, I ask, show me the truth about my soul living authentically with a mind as my friend, not as my competition, not as my controller, but the mind as an instrument which takes the upper degree and like a prism, it spreads it into vibrations. So from the soul realm down to the mind realm, the mind now takes it into vibrations, frequencies of oscillation and magnitude or amplitude. So the mind is a bridge from the feeling experience of the infinite down to the actual physical experience 
of the finite. Wow. I hope you got that. Because sometimes it's a challenge to comprehend how that actually works. But I'm enjoying, just so you know, and I'm inviting you to experience it, I prefer to do this standing up. Eyes open for five seconds, a little more, bring it down, three seconds, go down at a triangular, and then spend three to five seconds down there as the energy comes up. As it just like a surging rise of life force, well-being, health, and the ability to vitalize and be fully responsible for my physical existence and all of the aches and pains that I have many of, are only there so that I can become aware of where my own degree of responsibility needs to improve. Sometimes I like to come back up to here and go back down again. Or I just start here, this is my favorite, going up, coming down, going down, feeling it, letting it go. My practice, only in the last three days, has been to do that once an hour. Okay, it's true, I've been doing it more than once an hour. Yeah, probably two times an hour. I'm here and there and back here and down there. And at the same time, I'm also feeling the heavens above me, but I'm also aware that the physical dimension is about at the level of my belly and my hips and below me, but connected to me. You can experiment any way that you want. There are words or feelings that you might have while doing this, and to give you a Another way of looking at it, let me just open up a different graphic for you. That was easy. Wouldn't it be nice if that's all it took? I'm just going to change the graphic here and show you the function of reality. So for me, this is the 23 degrees at the crown of the head, 23 degrees, 360 degrees, and this is the circulation that moves. That's why the 23 degrees is so significant as it moves and expands and circulates. And then this is the 23 degrees that, that I go up here and keep going to get the one above and it comes down and I'm bringing it down to this. I'm making a triangle of it coming down just inclusive of the heart, staying there, in many ways thankful, tender, reverence, sweetness, kindness, innocence, and the dash of pink. Oh, the pink is love, 
you see the pink color on the inside? That's the, the love I'm receiving and or the love I'm transmitting to the social emotional world around me and the love to my body and so on. These are diameters of my capacity to give and receive love. Then from here, the other triangle goes just above the heart and goes down at 23 degrees. And now I'm like a giant redwood tree with my roots in the ground and this energy comes up and it's the vital forces of the mineral kingdom and the plant kingdom. And my goal is to live in harmony with the animal kingdom. Hmm. The animal kingdom, by the way, is five. Mineral kingdom is one in my topography. It's down below, it's earth. Plant kingdom, three, which is where the health and vitality and the regeneration of the body takes place. Five is the interconnectedness of all living things. Animal kingdom. Ideally, I would be doing nothing to hurt any animal on earth, no matter how tiny or how large. Now, I must tell you, I'm still not very good at this because I still, I still like salmon. I, I like fish and occasionally I still like chicken soup and I still like occasionally killing animals for my own nutritious benefit. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying that we get different feedback. We have different repercussions about moving through this. So I'm saying even as I eat my fish, knowing that sooner or later I'm going to address the unresolved emotions or the false belief system still in my impulse to want to do something unloving. I know that's a lot to consider. I'm saying observe your own addiction as you do it. There is no judgment of anything that we do in error. There's only the call to us to examine the things that we're not doing. That is to seek the truth about why we are continuously motivated to do anything that's unloving. So my invitation, if you want to experience this along with me, because normally I try something for six months or a year. The protocol, for example, I tried it for a year on myself first just to be sure that it didn't hurt anyone. And oh, by the way, it's very good. I urge you to consider how the protocol works. But on this one, starting here to there, back down to here, back down to there, once an hour, I've only been doing that three days. So I'm inviting you, if you want to come along with the same experience I'm going through at the same time I'm going through it, well, come on in. The water's fine. There's no need for me to have to do it six months or a year and then come back and go, wow, I found a, no, I, 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 why don't, 
Well, you can if you want to. You can if you want to. And I'd really appreciate it if you would consider listening to the same sounds I'm listening to. You can hear them in the background very softly. I'm going to make sure that they're available on the post. All it is is some angelic sounds that I found by accident. And now I put them in the background all the time because it feels very angelic. And I ask my Holy Spirit celestial brothers and sisters to help me do this better, more lovingly. So that particular sound, by the way, no, um, the sound does, does not exist there because the sound is a an experience of the fragmentation of senses. That just means that sounds are different vibrations. They have different wavelengths and they have different colors and they have different meanings to them. But all of those are associated to the mind. The one above that, well, it doesn't really have a sound. Down here, the sound is to enable me to experience the bridge from the divine to the mind is incorporating the experience of sound. So if I incorporate the sound and even the imagination with a picture like this, I'm engaging my mind and sound as a vibrational bridge to bring this down through the mind and into physical matter called my body. The body part's my job, nobody else's. So I'm working on my body and I'm wanting to make changes in my well being and health. Yes, including my eyesight. And yes, one day I want to change my irises, just so you know, that's the holy grail of my personal change is changing molecules in my eyeballs. I mean, you know, really, I know that's fairly pathetic, but that's what I really want to do for now. I may change all that, but if you'd like to join me in this experience, put the sound on that we'll make available by link. I would suggest once an hour or more, because if you were to happen to do that for 90 days, then it's an intrinsic memory. And were you to do it for three sets of 90 days, theoretically, that's physical. Well, the theory of this, but there's really no need for me to have to do this alone. So come on down. Thank you for being patient.